up, East High. Let's go, girls. <laughs> You'll get that clip to, for this all to make sense at the end of this episode. Yeah, we were just talking about Shania Twain before we started recording. What are we recording, by the way, though? We are recording Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I am Condra. And I am Tyler. And today we are talking about Minute 5 of High School Musical 2. Minute 5 starts with the dance breakdown continuing with the Wildcats dribbling basketballs and ends with Gabriella reinforcing the sentiment party time. I know there's a musical <laughs> term for it, but I don't know what that term is. So we'll get there. It's a, like a motif or a, I don't know. We'll get to it. Indeed. Um, so, yes, Shania Twain aside, uh, more more of this song. It's still going. It's still going. I guess this is only the third minute of the song. Yeah. No, we're right within the normal boundaries of a length of song. Yeah, I guess in musicals, sometimes songs are like a full three minutes, but sometimes they're like less than two minutes because... A musical song is not like a standard radio pop song. But yeah, I know what you mean. This is definitely supposed to be a radio pop song. This is like the thing they released in the beginning of the summer to get people excited for the movie. I was actually digging online earlier today and I found you can still buy the audio CD single of What Time Is It? I found it for like two bucks. I was a little tempted to buy it, but I was like, I don't need that. <laughs> I, I do like it when you're digging around in a CD store, you know, those things that still exist. And you do find like a relic from 2002, which is like a single that came out. So it's a CD that has like two songs on it. It's like, well, 45 records don't exist anymore. So why are we doing this with CDs? We don't need to. They can hold more space. One of my favorite stories that I don't know if I've ever told on the podcast before I, for what, probably like my 11th or 12th birthday, wanted to go and hang out at the mall with my friends. And my mom's like, sure, you guys can walk around the mall together. Classic whatever. mall. Classic mall. And we went into Best Buy and I was digging through CDs and the 11 or 12 year old that I was, I was looking for killer CDs. And I came across a weird CD with three versions of read my mind on it they were like remixes and there was no price tag on it so i like brought it up to the cash register and i was like i want this i've never seen this before i don't know how much it is though and he's like well there's no price sticker on it so just have it and i was like what i like remember this because you were like so pumped i would and one of the versions is actually pretty good the other two are kind of eh I mean, the killers always do a Pet Shop Boys version of the song, like of songs. So there was one Pet Shop Boys version, and the I, other two. Were I fine. do like. I do like that the killers like to do remixes of their songs. Like that's a fun thing if you're digging through Spotify to like have these deep cut references. Anyway, High School Musical. High School Musical. So we're in the dance break, and it's not a bad dance break it's definitely reminiscent of get your head in the game they have similar moves they do like the ball down the back instead of throwing it up over their back they like let it roll down and they catch it 
Oh yeah. Well, it's a fun move because it like like lands on like the crest of their shoulders for for like half a second, and they like hold it there, and then they let it drop down. So that's a pretty cool move. They also do a thing where they like bounce the ball instead of catching it when it comes back up, like you would normally do on a dribble. They let it bounce up, and then they do like a clap under their legs and like a little hand thing, and then they catch the ball. It's pretty fun. Yeah. No, I think. It's it's a nice evolution because, I mean, how many – we were talking about this with Get Your Head in the Game, but how many dance moves can you come up with that involve a basketball as a prop? And I think this extends that canon a little bit. <laughs> oh, you know I love basketball dance move canon. Have you read the, the, the novels? Uh, no, I'm not interested in the EU. I only prefer the stuff on screen. I can't believe, I can't believe Disney made them not count anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, that boy. being said, I would say Zach's perf- Zach's dance moves are still they're much better. He's a better dancer in this movie. Yeah, he's leading the pack of this. Did you notice that? Like, I don't know. I can't tell if it's like the hair gel on his hair or just this scene in particular. Like, he's a little sweaty. Like, it's getting some cling on just like the front of his forehead, and it's like it's like kind of sexy. Like, ooh, Zach's like really working it right here. <laughs> See, the thing I'm seeing is he's really stiff and just like he's he's fine dancing, but like Corbin Blue is such a better dancer and they had to throw him off to the side and to the back, like in back aways because the stark contrast between the two of them would have been overwhelming had they been any closer to each other and your eyes weren't solely trained on Zac Efron. Like watching anyone else, it's like, man, he's a little stiff. I guess they they fooled me adequately because that is not what I noticed. So so then we cut to um, the next the next part, which is a bunch of people dancing in a hallway. Troy's still kind of at the front, but there's also Ryan next to him now. Yeah. So it's kind of stacked. There's like two. Well, it moves down the hallway. We get this pan overhead of a bunch of folks singing. It's all the extras in this scene. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're singing. Um, what, like, we're champions and we know it. Yeah, like um, school pride, let's show it. We're champions and we know it. Wildcats, uh, we're in the game. Red, white, and gold. It's Wildcats are the best. <laughs> oh, whatever. What this this part this is definitely the weakest part of the song. Oh yeah. Lyrics wise, um, melody wise, like <laughs> I agree with you and it's like they're trying to transition out of the dance break. Like they need that dance break in there because that's a Kenny Ortega staple. But this like weird transition out to get back in the chorus is a little it's like a bridge, I guess. Yeah. A bridge over troubled waters. No, it's and it's also a weird thing because the whole song's about like summertime, like we're so happy to leave school and then it's like school pride, red, white and gold, which I'm not familiar with gold being a color of this high school i was gonna ask you that i was like do you remember gold ever because i don't and it doesn't even seem like that good of a color scheme i guess like the san francisco 49ers have a little bit but they have they're more of a red black and gold and that that works a little bit Mm -hmm. i can't think of any other teams that have red white and gold well white and gold are so similar or more of a yellow and it's usually more of a yellow yeah, but they are probably being pretentious and saying gold. Oh, yeah, I guess that would happen. Yeah. Why are schools so pretentious about their colors? Well, so um, my undergrad school, Wellesley, they yes. have a patented color 
So did our high school. Blue Hawk Blue was a patented color. I know. But the thing about Wellesley, there's no mascot. Our mascot is the color blue. (laughs) Yeah, that's great, by the way. I love that. So it makes even less sense than like Blue Hawk Blue. Like, well, no, it makes more sense because because there's nothing else to focus on. It's just the color blue. So if that's going to be your thing, you might as well have it down 100 percent, I guess. But getting back to this dancing and (laughs) they form two lines. And on the left side is Troy, Gabriella and then Chad behind them. And then on the right side is Ryan, Sharpay, and then Zeke behind them. It's this weird, yeah, it is definitely like a weird positioning. We don't really see like single file kind of dancing other than when they formed the little archway for Sharpay during Sharpay's entrance entrance, and we're all in this together. Yeah, it's just of, of all the sort of sections of this song, this is probably the least memorable um, you don't you don't get any like shots of any one person long enough to really like feel the mood of the dancing. I'd say the only good shot is when they zoom out a little bit and then uh, like a gymnast does like a flip in front of everyone. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But it happens so quickly that it like your your brain doesn't even process it. It's just like moving on to the next thing. Editing. Definitely. But then we get probably one of the most iconic shots from this scene. Oh, yes. And so I I don't I didn't know how to describe this. It's like they make a conga line wave. Yeah, I think a wave is is appropriate. It's one of those like over the shoulder move around. It, it, they're yeah. making a circular wave. So if for some reason you don't know what you're ta- what we're talking about and you're still listening to this podcast trying to imagine what we're describing. Everyone has put their hands on the person in front of them's shoulder and they're like raising up and lowering down their heads and to make like a big wave effect. And at the front of the line is like Troy and Gabriella and Sharpay. And I think I, I have the order if you'd like. Oh, it. oh, I would love to hear the order. So it's Troy, Gabriella, Sharpay, Ryan, a random person that I could not identify. Taylor, Zeke, Martha, Jason, Kelsey, and the choreographer whose name I can never, ever remember, and I'm sorry yet no, again. No, that's okay. At this point, we could just make it Wildcat Minute canon that we don't know his name, um, and we can just call him the capital C choreographer. Well, and we could, like a basketball choreographer. Yeah, and we could have like a drop for him too, like choreographer and then like a sound plays. But no. that's up to you because you're editing this episode. <laughs> um, then we get about... 10 random people dec- um extras that we I noticed the pearl lady somewhere mixed in there and then the very last person in line is Chad and he does another one of those like call outs where he like raises his hands and then spreads his um arms apart like to call out to people during the key change. Yeah, so everyone's going uh and it kind of builds to Chad saying again, "What time is it?" and then it it's Cuts to Gabriella time. saying, "It's summertime." Yeah, how's my how's my uh, recreations of the song going? Sounds beautiful. Thank you. You definitely should be part of the Wildcat cast. Thank you. My singing and my dancing take. I'm I'm a double threat in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not a triple threat because I can't act, but I'm a double threat. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to the cafeteria. 
And this is yeah. the climax of the set, the song, the set piece. Yeah, they they really throw the the key change in here, and uh, there's that kind of callback. Not not like nope, callback is the callbacks was motif. I think it was what you said, where Gabriella is accentuating some of the phrases. We get other pairings as well in this. So we have Troy and Gabriella in the middle, Ryan and Sharpay on their left, or on our left, uh, Chad and Taylor on, on our right, and then diagonally behind Troy and Gabriella, we have Jason and Kelsey and Zeke and Martha, which got me thinking a little bit. Martha was not super in the first one, not to say that she wasn't memorable. Um, she likes to pop it and lock it. And that is hip hop hooray. Exactly. Hip hop hooray. And I don't know if out of necessity, they were like, oh, shoot, we don't have enough female leads or like female secondary characters (laughs) to allow all the male secondary dancers. It's like when the when the Muppets have a need a woman and you're like, "Uh, Janice, I think, is a woman. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Miss Piggy and Janice. Those are the two. Well, there's um Camilla the chicken. <laughs> no, I was gonna say uh, Annabelle, not Annabelle. What's her name? She's the lady pig. She's the other female pig that Piggy is always jealous of in season two. She's got the curly yeah. afro. It's like Annabelle okay. or okay, Anna so Lee. a completely forgettable character. You're saying? Well, I remember her. I just, they say her <laughs> name like her twice, name. and I don't have a good brain. So you know what. <laughs> No, but your your point taken about Martha, I am taking the, I don't know, not not that your not that your take is cynical or anything, but I'm taking the, a slightly more positive view of it, um, where it's just like Martha was a good character, she was a good dancer, everyone kind of liked her around set and thought, hey, it'd be great if she was a kind of more recognizable person to have in the background of this movie because we like her so. She's also a local. I remember when we were looking her up for the first movie that she was from Salt Lake City. So she was very easy to cast. Yeah. And yeah, and I don't don't think we're meant to necessarily assume that like the dance pairings are like the romantic pairings in these kind of background people. Oh, there, there was that moment with Jason and Kelsey in the last movie, right? Yeah. Where he helps her shoot the basketball and takes off her hat. Yeah, that was, oh, oh my, I hated that. <laughs> it was Charles Kopau. I finally found the choreographer. It was driving me bananas. It's Does Charles- his character have a name? No, but his last <laughs> name is so cool that I didn't want to not say it. Klapau. Klapau. How did I not <laughs> the, remember that? The choreographer sounds like, uh, like an action movie about like, like a retired assassin who went on to become a choreographer because they know all these like fancy like dance, not dance moves, but like martial arts moves that they then transfer into either dancing or fighting choreography. So an alternative Black Widow route. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) So... One of the little lines that, um, like the in-between lines that they're, when they're commenting on what they'll get to do because it's summertime now, I really enjoyed that Taylor and Chad were the ones that were saying they get to sleep as late as they want to. I was like, yeah, that fits. Chad, because 
he obviously is lazy and does not care about things as much <laughs> other than basketball. And Taylor, because she works so dang hard that she's probably exhausted. Yeah, you're right. Taylor's definitely one of the types that like wakes up at 530 every day. She has a whole routine in the morning for like her self-care and she gets to school early to like start her homework and do clubs and stuff. So, yeah, do, do not envy them. Nope, I don't miss it. <laughs> Anything else for this minute? We kind of have the, the extension of this dance number into the next minute for a few yeah. seconds. So, yeah, no, that's really all I had other than. It's such a lively song. I really do enjoy this song. Um, I think it's a great... If you're watching these movies back to back to back, I think it hits well coming right off. We're all in this together. Okay, I see what you mean. It, it keeps the energy up. Like you're having you're having movie night and you just finished the first one and then everyone takes a pee break and then you're like... I don't know, are we going to make it all the way through another one? Like, should we have started it? Should we have just gone to bed? And then you start the next one and you're like, oh, no, we are doing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done that before. It's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking from personal experience here. No, it's. I think it's a good opening song. Like, we were talking about how it it sets the mood and the, the setting a little bit. But I just, it's fun. And it really it's fun captured, to have fun. It is. It, but you've got to know how. <laughs> and these um, kids obviously know how to have fun. <laughs> My complaint about the song is that, like, sometimes it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to know when they're going to say what time is it, or school's out. Like, it seems hard to sing along to. You'd say that, but you listen to anything enough. It's like Let It Go. You just you just learn it. Is Let It Go a hard song? Well, there's it 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 Let It Go has weird pacing in it that I don't think people necessarily think of cuz it slows down and speeds up a few times. Okay. I believe you. I haven't spent a lot of time listening to Let It Go. Thank thank the maker, I suppose. Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> oh yeah i guess that was a c-3po quote i wasn't making <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was just like a generic thank thank the creator in like a generic sense but yeah, yeah whatever anyway <laughs> so people could find us on the internet at amateur nerds on the twitter or me personally at tyler booty t-y-l-e-r-b-o-u-d-y you can send us an email to amateur nerds present at gmail.com. Yeah, I don't have a follow-up joke for this one. Email us because we keep getting PragerU spam and I, I want that to get buried. Special thanks to our artist Theo Golden at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler, and we'll catch you next time for more Wildcat Minute, where this song ends after two weeks, two or three weeks. You can bet on it. What do you feel like? I feel like I'm a, like, if my chair wasn't gray, I'd be like a void. I'd be like a head in the void. <laughs>
I thought you were going to say, man, I feel like a woman. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, now I have this as a clip. <laughs> All right, okay, ready? so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. <laughs> what impresses me is being ready to do this. Can we just have a Shania Twain podcast instead? Uh, ready? Three, two, one.